0: Yeah, I'm just real uh, shaking about the little thing not popping up. Like, I have to mouse over down to the bottom. Right. Like a faint little thing to show up of the recording. I gotcha. Yeah, so I'm just kind of on edge with that.
1: And Christian?
0: No. I just think I know them. Ah, gotcha. Well, who doesn't know them? Yes.
1: With their show. They're in everybody's living rooms every week
0: on the award-winning world wrestling entertainment uh network Mm -hmm. so i'm just kind of keeping an eye on this to see what happens because usually it pops up at like 15 minutes to get me to continue recording and i just want to make sure that that happens and make sure that i don't miss it you know
1: right so are you just testing it now
0: no well i'm just trying to keep an eye on it but we could start doing this
1: okay i didn't know if you wanted to talk for 15 minutes see what happens and then
0: we're already like 11 minutes in you know
1: all right, I got gotcha.
0: you. Yeah, so I just need to keep an eye toward things. Yes. So, hey, it's episode uh, 227, Longbox Heroes After Dark. How's everybody doing today?
1: I'm doing great. I can hear you perfectly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Todd was uh, telling me about discharges that he was uh, releasing from his ears before we started recording.
1: It was brains, Joe. Oh, it was great.
0: Hopefully you saved it.
1: I did. I I put a cork in one side. I only had one cork, so I lean to the side with the cork in, so I'm good.
0: Was it an? Epi- it's making me think of an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer had water stuck in his ear,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the way that he was trying to get it out like made like a plane like almost crash or something. I don't know.
1: I, I, you're talking to the wrong guy for yeah. Seinfeld. That's the other show. That's your your. Seinfeld guy
0: I don't know I'm lo- I'm uh a, a lot looser on Seinfeld these days like those have kind of gone away a bit
1: right I never really watched it. I didn't find Seinfeld funny I know I know hot take
0: yeah you know whatever I'm not I'm not in the mood to argue that sort of shit with anybody tonight <laughs> <laughs> I got enough going on
1: I don't want to argue whether Seinfeld was good or not I don't like it that's as good or I didn't care for it it's as good as it gets
0: right what the hell was the spinoff of that? Cause we are going to be talking about the next up, the next, uh, subject for Al's Gals a little bit later on. Didn't they do like, like NBC did like some sort of like Michael Richards show where he was like a detective or some shit?
1: He did, but it wasn't a spinoff. It
0: well, wasn't like okay. Kramer
1: was, It uh...
0: wasn't a spinoff, but he certainly was acting like Kramer in the show.
1: He was doing the character that he's done, you know, so often before. Right. No, I don't know. I think also, wasn't there that trouble where he dropped a few words in a in a nightclub and that pretty much ended his career? Well. But he had the Seinfeld money, so he didn't really have to worry about it.
0: Right. He was able to disappear mm-hmm. and never uh, be seen from again just with his piles and piles of money.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember that show, but I don't remember
0: that show. Yes. He <laughs> played Reality Challenged Private Detective Vic Nardoza, who gets <laughs> the job done despite his unconventional methods.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh. That almost would make an Al's Gals.
0: <laughs> Nine episodes.
1: Oh, that many, huh? Uh-huh. I bet you a few were unaired.
0: Uh, just one. Just one.
1: Uh, oh, okay. That's the mark of a good show, when any of your episodes are unaired.
0: <sighs> one oh. of these days we'll have to do those, like, one-and-done burner shows.
1: Like, yes, like my mother, the car, or whatever.
0: Well, no, and see, we joke about that. But like I my know. mother, my mother, the car had like ninety episodes or something ridiculous <laughs> like that, you know?
1: Right. I'm trying to think what would it like. Uh, was one of them that was literally like pulled by the time like it was on on you know the east coast and it was pulled by the time they got to the west coast
0: there's a lot there's a lot of old shows like that but the most recent one that i can think of is the and i bring it up all the time just because i i love uh bringing this one up it's the what's her face blonde haired girl she played roller girl in boogie nights
1: is this the emily show
0: yes emily's reasons why not Mm -hmm. It was canceled by the second commercial break.
1: (laughs) That's good TV right there.
0: But no, so Michael Richards had that. I think, uh, uh, and again, I want to say, uh, Jason Alexander had a bunch of shows. He had Duckman. No, but Duckman was concurrent to Seinfeld. Oh, it was really? Yes. Yes. I was
1: unaware. I thought Duckman came later.
0: No, Duckman was on definitely during Seinfeld's run. Mm -hmm. Because they were both on the USA Network, so of course there was World Wrestling Entertainment, Monday Night Raw, and Duckman crossovers.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Where they would have the actor who did the voice of Cornfed call in (laughs) and yell at Jerry Lawler.
1: (laughs) That sounds like delightful
0: TV. Things were a lot different back uh, before the Monday Night Wars. Oh, they could have William Shatner come on to do a two episode arc of Monday Night Raw feuding with Jerry Lawler oh, and uh plugging his Tech War series on USA.
1: <laughs> that Tech War series, that was a comic too.
0: <sighs> it was Whoa. a lot of things.
1: Tech War.
0: Wasn't there and, a, I- wasn't there like a lot of alleged uh things that Shatner didn't even write those, they just slapped his name on them.
1: That would never happen. Shatner's like, you know, a renaissance man. <laughs> he wrote all those. He wrote all the Shatner novels that he wrote. Oh, fantastic. I would never doubt. I would never doubt the Shat. Never. I love the fact that he's on tour at Comic-Cons with John Byrne. That's my favorite thing.
0: Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know those two were uh pals.
1: Yes, because of some comic that John Byrne was doing which I think is was taking not drawings of the next generation but taking still pictures from from the from the the film of the episodes of the original series and using it to write new stories and then just using like changing backgrounds and shit like that so like him and Shatner would go around and they were promoting like the, the hardcover or whatever. And it was like, oh, like if you come, you can get two things signed by, by Shatner and two things sh- signed by Byrne, but one of them has to be the hardcover that they did. Oh, you know, boy. like I, I just, I know because it was a rarity and that's what, you know, comic stuff, uh, that's what brought John Byrne back to Marvel because while he was on this tour with Shatner doing these conventions he had mentioned that he was drawing issues of X-Men but it was like what he thought should the what if issues of the way the Phoenix Saga, what, we, what he would have done after the Phoenix Saga if Shooter had let them kill uh, or uh, let uh Gene Gray live. So there's like, he was like, and then they were like, oh, you're just drawing random fan fiction of, Mar- like, old 70s, 80s Marvels X-Men? And he's like, yeah, well, let's see about publishing for Marvel. <laughs> so it's like a crazy story, man. Oh, what a scam. An opportunity, Joe.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Starts, a John Byrne Star Trek opportunity. Yeah.
0: Oof. So, uh, I just wanted to pull it. so Jason Alexander had two. He had Bob Patterson. Oh, I don't even remember that. Right. And then he also had Listen Up, which I think was, like, Bob Patterson adjacent. Ah. Uh, Bob Patterson, I think he played, like, a self-help person. I don't know. And then Listen Up was, he was a guy in a TV, like a talk show or something. Like a mm. sports talk show. And then- oh,
1: that was this, yes, that was a, of a famous, and I watch it all the time, I believe that was the life story of Tony Kornizer, who does uh, PTI on ESPN, which is like the famous show that literally spawned before all, like, all podcasts. People have stolen, all podcasts are pretty much stolen, you know, scene for scene, pardon the interruption, right. and that's why it works so well. Um, but I remember him becoming that guy. And it's funny because other than them being bald, uh, that's pretty much the, you know, they're, they don't look the same to me. He was like short and stocky. Like, uh, K- Kornheiser's like a, th- a twig. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> so I don't know. Right. And Jason Alexander plays a character, Tony Kleinman.
1: <gasps> Not Tony Kornheiser.
0: Right. And it was a sports talk show with his ex-jock buddy, TV, you know, Philly-based, blah, blah, blah. hmm And then uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus had, uh, many years later, the, uh, the New Adventures of Old Christine. Right, and now she's on Veep. Right. So I would say, outside of Jerry himself, uh, she probably chose the better projects.
1: What do you mean, outside of Jerry himself? Jerry didn't really have to do anything after
0: right. that. Right. That's that's what I mean.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then he didn't really... Because all he has is that drive, that co- comedians in cars getting
0: coffee, right? Right. And then he also did the B movie.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Right. Was um, that
1: during Seinfeld or after?
0: After. Way after. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I, she also had Watching Ellie, whatever the hell that is.
1: Oh, that's the one where she was watching Ellie? Right.
0: Right. But uh no, uh New Adventures of Old Christine was like four seasons. Holy cow. Right, with
1: with Colson in it.
0: Oh, look at that. Coulson was the ex husband who yeah. was dating the new
1: Christine. I only remember that because seeing it in reruns, I was like, Hey, that's Colson.
0: With uh did he have good or bad CGI hair?
1: He it, flowing he had a long flowing mane. Oh, in, he uh, did? Yeah, you looked good.
0: <laughs> all right. So, let me uh tell you let me tell you my story of uh what's been going on these last couple days. Oh, Okay. Cuz I had an agenda coming in today into into this today and you could stop me anytime.
1: Oh, did I derail you at all?
0: No, I like derailments. Oh, good. Uh, so last week Wednesday, we noticed that the uh refrigerator wasn't as cold as it previously was
1: wasn't stone cold? It gotcha. wasn't
0: stone cold. The freezer was fine, but as the week went on, it was getting less and less cold as we were turning it more and more up, you know? Yep. So, Saturday morning, we realized, okay, the fridge is dead. Freezer's fine. We need to go shopping for a new fridge. Uh, we had a bunch of stuff going on that day. Uh, Asa had the birthday party at Roller Skating Place. Roller okay. King. Which, I'm glad to say that my son apparently has inherited my clumsiness. Hmm. And that was a whole mishigash. So they give him, like, the, the giant, like, 900-pound skates that have probably been there since the 70s. He can't get around in them, not that I blame him. Then they give him the gimmicks where you just slap them on over your shoes.
1: But the oh. problem
0: is, his kid's shoes have, like, this weird funky heel on them, so they're too big to fit in the whatevers. Heel yeah, He's a heel <laughs> So then I just send him out I go, eh, just go walk around and have fun with your buddies, you know? Who cares? And he's doing that for a while and then some employee there yells at him. Yeah. Uh oh. Now this is gonna be our uh precursor for the rest of this episode is uh I don't like to have to be in a position to settle to settle someone's hash. I don't like to go out of my way to do that. But if you're going to come to try to settle my kid's hash, or my wife's hash, you're going to hear from me. And uh, I know I may sound like I'm a fun, jovial, jolly sort of guy, but uh, secretly, deep down inside, I'm an angry, miserable person.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Looking for a reason. So he comes over, I see a bunch of people out there, and I go... Who said something to you? Points her out. We go over. Oh, go, she, she. I go, yeah. excuse me. Go. Is there a problem? With my kid walking around out there without with uh, without skates. And they're like, yeah, it's uh, it's our policy. Can't do it. And I go. That person. That person. That person. They're all out there without their without skates on. Get them off there now. If my son can't be out there, no one can. Get him out. And she goes, he goes, well, those are adults, and that's a small kid, and we don't want little kids out there running around. I go, he wasn't running around. He was walking with his friends. His other friend has skates on that he ain't going fast either. They could barely skate. Well, that's our policy. I go, oh, she got me. You know what I mean? I didn't want to give her that satisfaction. I go, you need to make it more clear to these people of who can be out there without skates on and who can Because I was out there without skates on. When he was out there with his skates on, so. I wanted to settle that lady's hash, but I couldn't. She was right, sadly. So. Uh, that Saturday night, we go out shopping for, uh, refrigerators, right? Mm-hmm. We go to four different places. Three of your chain type places, and one is a more local, uh, mom and pop sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'll just say this, putting it out there. Uh. A certain blue and yellow colored importer exporter location right bottom of the list Woo! garbage selection, highest prices out of everything uh the little things that they have on the fridges doesn't have the specs on them like how high they are, you know, so you don't or like how big they are because you only have certain space to put these things in sometimes mm mm-hmm. so we're like screw that place. So we go, we get all these model numbers, we're comparing everything, we're trying to find out everything that we can. So we're like, alright, Sunday we got a plan, we're going to go and do this. Here's the one we're getting. So, we see these places open at 8 o'clock in the morning. Alright, we'll go out and get some breakfast, wake up in the morning. I feel like shit. I've felt like shit since Sunday. Um, it's been building up, I knew it was coming, everybody else in the house was sick, now I'm sick. I've got so much sinus pressure in my, in my, in my nose and in my eyes. I can't even open my eyes, but I'm like, we got to get this shit done. We got to get this fucking refrigerator, right? hmm So we go and we go to the first place and they go, oh no, uh, the orange place. You follow what I mean? Yeah, I'm listening. I gotcha. We go to the orange place and they go, oh no, no, we don't keep those ones in stock. We could have it sent to you, but it's going to take, like, two weeks. Okay. So we go to the other one, uh, the blue and white place. Okay. And I go, all right, they got it. Here's the one. And they go, no, 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 we don't have that one in stock. Of the 30 refrigerators that they have out on the floor of display models, how many do they keep in stock? Even though they have signs all over their appliance section next day delivery we can get it to you in 24 hours free shipping anything over 300 dollars blah 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 of the 30 refrigerators on the floor how many do they have in stock that they can actually get to you that same day
1: i'm gonna say zero to one
0: one so i'm like god damn it they're like well this one's in our warehouse we can get it to you in a week i'm like god damn it a week we need this fridge and my head is killing me so we go to the local mom and pop place We can get it to you on Tuesday. Perfect. Tuesday, we have it in stock. You know, we have two convenient locations. One here in Kingston, one in Exeter. It's in the Exeter one. We could have it to you on Tuesday. No problem. We could have someone be here, grab it on Tuesday, let you guys in the house. They'll pick up the whole thing. Perfect. Everything's great. So, neighbor lets them in. They bring the fridge in. Wife comes home because she works nearby during her lunch break. Make sure everything goes well. At the bottom of the fridge, Todd, there is a seven-foot gash in the door. Or seven-foot, seven-inch gash in the bottom of the door. Right. Like someone took, like, the side of a shovel and hit it.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: So she's pissed. Right? Gosh, I'm, as you should be. I'm pissed. You know what I mean? Because like I said before, I I don't go out of my way to settle nobody's hash. Mm -hmm. My wife's upset, my kid's upset, you deal with me.
1: And you're still ticked off about that lady with your kid from the roller rink.
0: And I'm still ticked off about the kid, uh, the lady from the roller rink. So, I come, I I get out of work, and my intention, when I got out of work, was to go to this place, and like, say, and like, cause a stink in person.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because there's one thing that people don't want in their business is this
1: is stinky joe
0: is stinky joe exactly <laughs> so i come home well I, I i'm on my way home i call my wife she don't answer she's on the phone with somebody else whatever i come in and she's on the phone with whomever it is right mm-hmm. and she says oh they can have uh a, a replacement door to us in a week or so i go a week?" And she goes, here, you could deal with it. And she puts me on the phone. I go, let me talk to the manager. Well, your wife explained everything that's going on. Um, You know, she sent us the pictures, but we still need to send someone out to look at the damage and survey things. And then we need to set up an appointment for that. And then it'll take a week for the door to get there. I go, I will wait. You put the manager on the line. (laughs) So I waited. And, then, and this gentleman comes on. His name is Ed. I explain to him the situation. And he goes, yeah, you know, we've had problems with these, uh, this manufacturer and the way they ship these things. And we have about 10% that come in damaged. And I said, Ed, don't you think that's a problem if this person, this company that you're dealing with, the 10% of the stock that they send to you comes to, comes to you damaged? Do, am I the first person to bring this up to you? No, we get it quite a bit. I go... Maybe you should stop dealing with those people. Or maybe when people come to your store to buy this particular item, you should let them know that there's a 1 in 10 chance that it's going to come to their house damaged. Well, you know, we've asked them to change the way they pack them. I go, okay, let's get mine taken care of. When can we have this fixed? When can we have this replaced? I, and I said to him, I go, I'm in the mood to just have you send somebody over right now, get this fridge out of my house, and give me, all my, give me my money back.
1: Ooh, how'd that go over?
0: He goes we can get a door out to you Friday where the guy before says someone from Maytag has to come out and inspect it. Then that's going to take an appointment. And then after they do that, it's going to be a week after that. (laughs) Ed, the manager says they could have a door to me on Friday. And I say, your guy before said Maytag has to come out and inspect it. Then it's going to be an appointment there. Then it's going to be a week after that. And he's like, we have the pictures. We can get this done. I can get you a new door by Friday. And he says, I promise. I go, oh, Ed. You're making a promise. You sure that door's gonna be here on Friday? And he goes, i He goes, "When they sent the pictures over, uh, we got them ordering. We got everything moving to get that uh door up to you." I go, "Uh oh." Well, listen, Ed. I go, "I don't want to have to talk to you again on Friday." I go, "Let's just hope that door's here on Friday." And he goes, "Nope, everything'll be fine." And I go, "You'll also be hearing from me if that door comes damaged." And he goes, oh, no, we'll have our guys inspect it before it goes out. I'm like, you had the fridge inspected, too, didn't you? And that came damaged. We'll double-check that door before your guy leaves. (laughs) So Ed has promised that the door is going to be replaced this Friday, as this episode is going live. So we're going to have an interesting follow-up next week in regards to Ed and his replacement door.
1: Oh, boy. I hope things go easy for you, Joe, but for the show, I hope they get all
0: fucked up. And I said, I, I, I while this was, while I was done with this, and they had me on hold and they were getting ed, I said to my wife and to my son, I don't want to have to be like this. I want there to be no fighting. Except in the world of sports and entertainment. And that's barely fighting sometimes. Um. I don't want to have to make these calls. I don't want Ajita in my life. I want shit to run smoothly. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, shit like this happens. And this is, and, and I want to say, this is what I get for dealing with local businesses. But this transaction, the window on this transaction is not closed yet.
1: But let's just say, look what happened with me getting mine one from the blue and white store right it came damaged yep and now granted they return you know returned it they got me another one but what if that was that was an apartment for for my father which nobody was in yep so i'm like hey if it doesn't fucking come today i don't have anybody renting this place so i could wait a week So it didn't, you know, it didn't hurt me. I was like, I'm going to deal with these guys. If they screw it up, then get all my money back, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, so you're talking about going to a mom and pop store. I went to a big chain store and they both, they both fucking like damaged. Like the shit ain't made. This is, here comes old man Todd. You know, get off my fucking lawn, Todd. They don't make shit like they used to anymore. Nobody cares like they used to anymore because it doesn't matter. It's all garbage. Your toaster oven is going to last six months. Your refrigerator is going to come dented. And it's like, fuck you. Where are you going to go?
0: And and that's the thing for me. Like, we could have waited the week to get it from the blue and white place or the orange place. Mm-hmm. And we could have applied for their credit card and run that scam where you get the 10% off and you get the zero interest and all that other stuff. But we wanted to support local businesses. And we also wanted their goddamn fridge less than a week, you know, in less time than a week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. All right. Uh, again, and this is the other thing that you say. The guy that I was talking to before, whose name I didn't catch, and Ed... Very quick, it's the warehouse, it's the delivery, it's the manufacturer. No, it's you. You are the one who needs to take responsibility for all this shit. Mm-hmm. At, at super, I've mentioned this before on the show. At Super Secret Science Job, when something comes to my plate and it's somebody else's fuck up, it's now my fuck up. And it's yes. my problem to fix. It's not me to go send it back to the person who screwed it up, to have them fix it, and put this other person out. It's my turn, it's my turn of the barrel, I fix the problem, I get that person done with, on their way, happy, satisfied, complete, and then deal with the problems internally later. I don't pin blame on people, I don't say the person you spoke to before messed up, I don't say whatever it is, I say we're on the line right now, we're in front of each other right now, let's get it fixed right now.
1: Mm -hmm. I gotcha, that makes sense. You want the customer happy and then burn everything down after we are yes. done with them.
0: And, but. and, and to talk to this guy and for him to be like, it's the warehouse. It's the delivery guy. It's the manufacturer. No, it's you, motherfucker.
1: It is. And like I said, when, when mine came, mine was dented on the top and they're like, Oh, you know, us, it's us opening the box and there it's dented. I'm like, you guys didn't even think about like checking it before you brought it. You know, like that, like that's your, that's your plan. Get it here. And if it's fucked. Oh, well,
0: yeah, no, like maybe that works for other people that don't work I don't, here.
1: I don't know. I I I just I don't get it. We used to have a wonderful uh appliance store by my house that like they were like a, a family owned and everything was, you know, everything that I got from was never a problem. And if there was a problem, it it, it was like, you know, oh, it came in broken. Like, they would tell you, you know what I mean? Before it ever came. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Your your story has
0: me angry. All right. Well, let's get into um, Al's Gals. Okie dokie. So, uh, next week's Al's Gals is going to be one of two people that we're going to be dealing with here in the near future Mm -hmm. so todd this was your pick and i want to commend todd here publicly todd did a lot of goddamn footwork over the last couple days uh in regards to getting uh the list compiled for the future episodes of this
1: Right, not all of them but a bunch of them
0: a lot of work it's as though he knew i was going to be dealing with a bunch of bullshit and that i was going to be sick
1: And I always said TV is my nanny, so I kind of know a lot of information about it anyway.
0: Right. So go ahead, sir.
1: So, yes. So the uh, episodes that we are going to be watching is MASH and the spinoff of MASH, which was called Walter. Um, so we will be having the episodes that are entitled Goodbye Radar from season eight, I believe. I don't have the numbers in front of me of the episodes, but it was a two-parter about Radar, you know, going home to to Atumwa, Iowa. And then years later, for some reason, there was years later, we had the spinoff of Walter in his hometown. I'm not I've never seen Walter, so I don't know much about it. I want to go in blind so I didn't look too much. You know what I mean?
0: Right, but I guess uh what Todd was explaining to me as as he had mentioned that this is in the middle of season eight, radar leaves, right. and then oh. his spin off doesn't happen until some four plus years later
1: that's right, yes, it goes it's season eight for radar to leave then the it, the show goes another three, it ends with eleven at some point, then they have a spin off called Aftermash. And then from there, I'm not sure, because Aftermash ran one or two seasons, so I don't know if Walter happened between season one or two or after season two was over. So literally they had a whole four, almost four and a half years before they decided to do the Walter spinoff, and they had one spinoff before, which to me is just crazy. I don't know if uh Gary Berghoff was begging for, for work or what, but uh, they ended up giving us a, a, a pilot, which became... A special on CBS for one night. That oh, was it.
0: boy. So it looks like Aftermash, as you had mentioned, did go for two seasons, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And Walter uh, happened in between seasons one and seasons two. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Right. And as you had mentioned, one episode, airs as a special, failed pilot, which is exactly what we're looking for when it comes to these Al's gals.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so I will also admit this, uh, I used to watch, and MASH is kind of out of the public consciousness these days. Right. It, it doesn't run in heavy rotation like it used to when we were younger, cause it was- Wrong. What?
1: Wrong. It's on all the stations now. Oh, it is? Yes, it's on AMC every Sunday morning. Okay. Um, literally on my cable, I have three stations <laughs> that run MASH, and literally it's almost on four nights a week. <laughs> it's, I mean, yes. Like, TV Land runs it. There's, like, a WGN that runs it. Like, when they run it, they'll run it for 24 hours. And then, like I said, for some reason, AMC in the morning. Before they do their Walking Dead block till the new episode, <laughs> they run, like, five episodes of uh, MASH on Sunday morning.
0: Good gravy. Well, that's what I get for cutting the cord. I. But, okay, so... Let me, let me, uh, let me try to salvage this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, while it still runs as much as it used to, there's more options. Yes.
1: It's not in the, the public
0: consciousness, <laughs> even though it's on, even though it's on a lot still. I, I'll say this. I remember, um, you know, back in the days of like when you only had like 20 channels or 30 channels or whatever it was. Um, you know, when we got the expanded basic cable package in our viewing area, it still then showed on two different stations. Mm-hmm. It showed on the Philly station, channel 29, and it showed on WNEP. Right. In syndication. So when you only have, you know, 20 or 30 stations and it shows on two, that's a lot. When you have 600 stations and it throws on four, it shows on four, that's still a lot. <laughs>
1: And the sad part is, this is how much I knew about MASH, Joe. Right. Is that like, Radar was from Ottumwa, Iowa. Hawkeye was from Crabapple Cove, Maine. Uh, BJ Honeycutt was from San Francisco. Trapper John MD was from Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, just like, I, I watched so much MASH doing the actual Goodbye Radar episodes, I could probably, like, do the dialogue. I, like, MASH was one of my favorite shows of all time back in the day. So I'm a big... Like, I still watch mash like when i need like just the tvs on and something i'll be like oh wgn has mash on i'll watch three episodes while i'm you know doing stash my comics or getting information for al's gals on my my kindle fire with the handy holder i'm
0: like boom 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 it's like great background noise i know at least one uh of our regular listeners of after dark is a big uh mash fan so he'll be very happy that we're doing this
1: and for that listener my favorite episode of all time is <laughs> old soldiers and i know you know what that one is that's the one with the tontine with the bottles of uh, uh scotch or whatever from france he'll know don't worry he'll know
0: speaking in code to just one person
1: i have no problem
0: doing that <laughs> and we'll we'll of course include the links uh to the two parts goodbye radar and then the one off pilot episode and the links to this episode, so you could prepare yourself for when next week we talk about uh Goodbye Radar and then the Walter follow up special some years later, and of course the resolution to uh my refrigerator woes.
1: Mmm. I can't wait. I can't oh. wait.
0: I can't well you're you have no choice but to wait.
1: I don't know. I'm gonna find out early. I'm gonna sneak over the house and look in the window. All right. And see if there's a new door in the refrigerator.
0: <laughs> All right, everyone. So we've we've prattled on long enough. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 227 of Longbox Heroes. After dark. No, we're not doing 227, which I think is a spinoff of Amen.
1: I think so. I don't know. There was also Room 222, two, two, so right, I'm all confused. that's a different
0: thing. No, I, that's not on the list, sadly. Okay. Uh, but everyone, thank you very much for listening, and we'll uh, see you all here next week.